What's up, everybody? It's Lopez here. I want to thank y'all for listening to the On the Gun Line podcast. This is episode number 230. And uh, honestly, it was an awesome shoot the shit episode. Uh, today, we're going to have an active duty master sergeant, uh, former battery first sergeant, former drill sergeant, uh, former FDC chief, Johnny Gonzalez. And uh, we came in around the same time frame. So he's going to tell us a bit about his uh, his journey in the military. And um, we weren't able to get it all in. And we're going to get it in, trust me, on another episode. So, yeah, I hope you all enjoy this one. And if you want to be a guest on the gun line, come and shoot the shit with me, do an interview type deal. Hit me up on the gun line at gmail.com. I'd be glad to have you all on here. All right. So with that said. Enjoy the show. Catch y'all here on Gunline. Gunline, Gunline. We got a fire mission coming down, y'all. I'm your host, Lopez, and you're listening to the On the Gunline podcast, where we shoot the shit like we did out in the field in between those fire missions or when it was fucking call lights out, even though they still sent down fucking fire missions. Fucking three o'clock in the morning, goddamn FDC. Anyway, with that being said, speaking of the FDC, if you see someone here, it's a new episode y'all it's a shoot the shit that i haven't done in fucking forever um and i wanted to tell you i i mean i'm fucking ecstatic right now literally just met this cat like five minutes ago called me up hit me up said let's do this shit let's do it so on here with me in drum roll your name is hey johnny gonzalez you can call me fucking top you can call me fucking ziggy you can call me Gonzo, man, but just don't call me late for dinner, brother. <laughs> fucking right, man. Not dinner. Not dinner, bro. That's the only motherfucking meal that I have that I know is going to be a good dinner. It's going to be hot. And it goes back to the field, too, you know, because dinner was yeah. the only one they give us that was fucking really decent. Everything they else was just hot chow, brother. Bro. Or they come in the morning with that raggedy ass fucking uh, those eggs that are all green and fucking slimy, bro. Christ, bro. Holy shit. Well, anyways, I appreciate you being on here, man. Um, no, we'll I just... appreciate you inviting me, man. Oh, bro, I, I needed this. I needed some new blood, bro. I need, and I think the the <laughs> listeners needed some new blood on here too. So, uh, yeah, man. Um, I've been hoping for someone to come on here and uh do a shoot the shit episode. Basically, I'll just give you a rundown of what we're gonna do. We're gonna okay. talk about your pre military history. Why did you end up joining? How your history is, or how your military active duty is going on right now, and what are your plans when you get out? So, with that being said, uh, well, top, where are you from? Uh, originally, man, I'm from uh, South Tucson, Arizona. Oh, sure. And what resonated with me in your last uh, podcast, you started talking about oldies, bro. And I was like, yeah, I know oldies, man. Yeah. Oh, I listen to fucking Art LeBeau, bro. I know you know him. <laughs> bro, I used to listen to Art LeBeau Killer Oldies show every Sunday night on KRLA, baby. 11, every 10 a.m. Sunday, man. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then Sunday, Sunday nights, man. Sixth Avenue in South Tucson was the streets to cruise, bro. Oh, but, um, uh, you know, I'm, I mean, I don't want to sound uh, uh, like the typical Hispanic man, but uh, I had a girlfriend, uh, got her pregnant in high school, you know, and uh, we uh, we made things work. And it got to the point where I was uh, 26 years old, man, living in a one bedroom apartment. My oldest son's bedroom was the goddamn dining area. Oh, nice. My youngest son was living with us. I just had my vehicle repossessed, man. And this was just uh, after the 9-11 attacks, man. And 
you know, and I was like, dude, I got to do something, man. I, they, I have a strong tradition in the military. You know, all, all my previous uncles and my both grandpas fought in the Korean War. My uncle mm-hmm. fought in um, was a desert storm. I have uh, my uncle who I was named after, Johnny. He fought in Vietnam, was uh, KIA in Vietnam. Oh, sure. So I was like, man, I got to do something, man. I got to, how do you say, uh, what's the word? Um, continue this tradition. Yeah. So uh, I joined the military, man, and uh, I get to basic training, bro. Like, I've already lived that fucking, uh, what is it, uh, civilian life. Mm-hmm. I've struggled, you know. So they gave me fucking a uniform. Mm-hmm. You know, they told me where to show up. They fed me. They gave me a place to sleep. And I'm like, bro, this is it, you know? Yes. Actually, it wasn't too bad, bro. So, well, I mean, the main me- reason, man. Go ahead, brother. Let me pump the brakes on that for a second. So, because you're explaining the 95th. That's what that sounds like right now. You know, you're explaining the 95th when you first get there at SIL and everything's all calm and cool. And like, man, this is basic training. Man, this is too fucking easy. But before we get there, so uh, tell me how, okay. So you got a strong traditional family with the military history, which is awesome. Uh, With that, so you were 26 when you came in. Yes. We got I'm, something uh, in common, Chief, because uh, <laughs> I was 26 years old, and my birthday, my 27th birthday, was day one in Fort Sill. Day Hell yeah. fucking one. But uh, so you tell me about your recruiter office experience. How was it? I mean, I'm guessing you're an easy sell, but how the fuck did you end up at 13 Delta? Bro, I'm telling you, man. So I go into the recruiter office, right? And I'm like, look, man, I want to join the military. But I don't want to be frontline because I saw my uncle. He just got back from uh, Desert Storm. He was in a 11 bang bang, right? Mm-hmm. This guy was mentally just fucked up in the head. And I was like, I don't want to do that, man. I, you know, but I do want to fucking do my part. And he's like, oh, man, I got the perfect job for you. And he showed me a video, 13 Delta, and fucking all these dude. fucking nerds on the goddamn computer. <laughs> and he goes, bro, that's you. And he's like, you'll never see the front line. And I'm like, yeah. So, you know, we're over here high-fiving in the goddamn office, man. That's us. <laughs> you know? A year later, bro, I'm rolling through the goddamn streets of Baghdad, man. <laughs> this oh, motherfucker really? got me, dog. Yeah, he did. <laughs> it's that fucking video. See, they got me with the video, but... I, okay, so I wanted to be a tanker because my brother was in Gulf... He was in the Gulf War. So, at yeah. that time, we were, what, 7th graders, 8th graders at that time when that kicked yeah, off? definitely, bro. So, yeah. fucking uh, my brother... Speaking of him, um, I'll show you something real quick. Oh, they, yeah, your brother was in the Marines, correct? Yeah, my brother was in the Marine Corps. So this is what he sends me from, you know, the Gulf War. That's a burnt <laughs> Iraqi body that they pulled out of a tank fuck that yeah. they blew up. You know, Love it. so I'm like, fuck <laughs> yeah, I want to be a tanker. Well, lo and behold, <laughs> tankers weren't, uh, they weren't taking tankers. So no. long story short, uh, he's like, let me play a video for you. And he plays a video for me. And the first thing I see on there is a fucking paladin. <laughs> I'm a fucking civilian, bro. I see a yeah. paladin. I'm thinking it's a fucking tank. I'm like, I'll take it. I'll take, I'll, I'll do that. I'll do that. I should have watched the whole video, bro. <laughs> then I would have hey, learned they about it. Mm-hmm. Hey, they should have sent the video of you fucking sweeping the goddamn motor pool every <laughs> Monday, bro. <laughs> Fuck yeah, uh, dude. They didn't show you that shit, bro. Bro, they didn't show us the fucking glorified fucking janitors that we are, bro. Holy shit. <laughs> yes, like sir. You got to a certain way, too, bro. Yes, sir. You better clean that, bro. Quick story. Fucking, I was in Alpha Battery 277 FA back in Fort Hood, Texas in 2005. And um, 
So we were all paladin. I'm sweeping the motherfucking line. We, I think we had just gotten back from the field. Sweeping the line, yeah. right? Here comes motherfucking Bravo battery. Oh, right in front of my fucking line, bro. And I'll be like, fuck oh, no. like, are you fucking serious, <laughs> dude? I just swept this shit, man. Oh, my God. So what? Um, so you get to your unit. They got you with the motherfucking 13 Delta. Did they get you with a bonus, too? No, nah, I didn't get shit, bro. Well, the bonus they gave me was like, hey, you get to go to Germany. I was like, oh, fuck yeah, bro. I've never been to Germany. What unit I, were you dude, in? Before, huh? What unit were you in in Germany? Uh, 427FA, bro, under 2nd Brigade and Bombholder Germany, man. These called The Rock. Okay. Yeah, but before that, man, bro, I ain't been past the goddamn block because, you know, Mexican families all live within this same circle. Yep. So I was like, Germany, bro? I'm like, big time. You know what I mean? <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that was the bonus, bro. Yeah. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong, man. I, I experienced a lot of good shit, man. I went to Paris. I went to fucking, uh, what the fuck, the Australian Alps or whatever the fuck that shit is. You know, mm-hmm. I, I saw some shit, man, you know, but then um, we trained up for that year and then they said, hey, you're going to Iraq, bro. You know? Y'all went to unit with Gunner's Palace, right? Yeah, no, we were there. We we were there, but my unit, man, they split us up. Like they they spread us all across Iraq. I was in uh I wanna say uh I was in uh what is it, Fob Justice, man. It was right across from the Tigris River. It was where uh Saddam kept his uh royal officers. And that was like the Royal Officers Barracks, man. It was a shithole regardless, man. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It it was a crazy ass experience, man. I was part of a PSD team, man, and I was like fucking taking care of a goddamn battalion commander, you know, so he can speak to the elders. Yeah. You know? Bro, you're speaking my language. You are speaking my fucking language, bro. Um, Yeah, no, the reason I say that was because I knew a couple of cats that were fucking um, in that Germany area, and uh, my boy Mauluga, and he, I remember he told me that he was like in, um, I think that thing where Gunner's Palace or whatever the fuck it was. But um, no, nah, it just popped into my head. Um, Anyways, so fucking... Um, Tell me how your basic training was. I mean, I, I got to hear your stories because we came from a different generation that they have than what they have now. And um, now I get it that every generation has their like, oh, your shit's weaker than than mine was. Oh, like, yeah. For example, oh, yeah. our generation that went through basic was a lot weaker than the ones that went through the 90s. You know what I mean? So yeah. definitely. But I'm going to. You know, how have you seen um, the changes and um, how do you think they're. I can't, I don't want to ask that either. So how was your basic training? Let's go with that. <laughs> well, well, I'll tell you what, brother. I, I can give you three different looks. One, as a basic trainee. Mm-hmm. Two, as a drill sergeant, because I was a drill sergeant as well. Okay. And then three, I went back to basic training as a goddamn first arm, bro. Oh, damn. I saw three different elements of basic training, bro. So when I went in as a basic trainee, man, dude, our drill sergeants, we're gods you know what i mean but that being said bro they they never disrespected us they never how do you say uh belittled us they would treat us as if we were their children so whenever we fucked up you know they'd be like i'm sorry drill sergeant and they're like hey don't be sorry be careful mm-hmm. and then they would dust the fuck out of us bro you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it was more like you know i disappointed my drill sergeant you know what i mean yeah you know and you felt bad as a drill sergeant when i when i came in 
as you know and it was pretty much the same way there was that little uh sense of uh soldiers or trainees or fucking privates that yeah. came in and you know they're fucking weak you know so you would weed them out like as a drill sergeant me personally yeah i'd be like that guy will be gone in a week you know but it was still kind of legit man there were still people in there that wanted to be there you could tell right. you could tell who wanted to be there who didn't and it was i say 90 20 90 that wanted to be there didn't want to be there okay you know as a first arm coming in i wanted to say about a year ago i went back as a first arm in one two two brother nice. they fucking uh the young case of colors reflag one two two you know and i was a first arm in uh, alpha battery one two two Dude, these trainees, man, you can't even call them privates anymore because it's derogatory. It's hazing. You have to call them trainees. God. They would come in super entitled. They would come in uh, the first week, I want to quit. And I was like, okay, you want to quit? And I would try situations like, well, let's go talk to your parents. I would call the parents on the phone and be like, yeah, I got your training, your son here or daughter here. She's not wanting to continue training she wants to quit mm-hmm. and bro what threw me off is the parents 90 percent of the time well they gave it their best shot when can you send them home what the fuck? yeah and, and and that's the problem bro like that threw me off and i was like yeah. wow because if i would have decided to say like i quit and they mm-hmm. called my mom my mom would have been like, no, man, you ain't coming back home. You better figure it out, you know? For real, bro. There was pride, you know? And so here's what I, I take away, because um, I remember my drill sergeants, you know, drill sergeant Bauer, uh, drill sergeant Roberson, drill sergeant Schlotthauer. I, I still remember these fucking people, you know? And um, drill sergeant Rogers. Fucking these motherfuckers, they made... Oh, my favorite uh, drill sergeant showmaker. That was my motherfucking man right there. I love that dude. But, the name um, itself, bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, he spells it. Sh- it spells shoemaker, but it was mm-hmm. he pronounced it showmaker. Ball headed white dude. He fucking read all the ARs and FMs like he was a fucking Rolodex in there. Really right. awesome dude. Ran into him afterwards in Afghanistan. Really cool dude. But I remembered them, and like you said, when I saw them, I looked at them as like. That's what I want to be. That's what I emulated. I I mean, they still wore the pistol belt. So, you know, they yep. still, you know, they had the BDUs. They looked intimidating, sharp as fuck, you know. And yeah, you know, the first two weeks are going to be bullshit hell. It is because they're trying yeah. to break you down. You know, it's basically what it's supposed to be. That's what I thought about, it. you know. And um, one of my drill sergeants told me, you know, as time progressed you know if it was easy then anybody could fucking do it there's a reason you're right you know what's what's to separate us from everybody else if anybody can do it you know what i mean so no but 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 they never belittled you they always taught you a lesson and you move forward you know what i mean belittle i mean it wasn't it was i got talk shit to i made i was one of those that was on the radar you know what I mean? But, you know, it, but it was all good because it was what I expected. You know what I mean? I knew yeah. what I wanted. We had all seen Full Metal Jacket. We had all expected something similar to that. You know what I mean? 
So Gunny Emery, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I, that's what I expected. That's what I wanted. You know, I wanted that experience at whatever the cost. Now, what killed me was, you know, was how I get it. Not everybody is it can handle the mental part of it, you know, because it's more than just yeah. the physical. It's the mental aspect that really gets a lot of oh, motherfuckers. Yeah, man. There's a lot of soft ass motherfuckers out there, bro. Bro. And like you were saying, like, you know, motherfuckers wanting to quit. <laughs> I don't know how many motherfuckers wanted to quit out when I was in basic. They were to the point of, I will kill myself if you don't let me go. <laughs> you know, I will drink this bleach. <laughs> Crazy, dude. But yeah, that it's a trip. I mean, I've seen it change. I can see the, some of the, pro the progression being like, okay, I get it. We, but whatever happened to, we don't adapt to the Joe. The Joe adapts to us. You know what I mean? That's uh, what I thought. That's, it's, that's, that's a trip. The problem. No, no, you're 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 opening it up, man. That's that's the the problem and the situation with today's army, man. Because like when you and I joined, mm -hmm. we had to assimilate right. to the military. Now it seems as though the military is trying to assimilate to the culture. Yes. You know, because I'm, I'm I'm gonna tell you something, man. Um, fuck, dude, I just lost my train of thought. God damn it. When I joined the military, brother, I was scared in basic training of being kicked out, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know? And now these trainees come in and they come to me as a goddamn first arm, bro. What can you do for me? And I'm like, bro. You haven't done a goddamn thing to contribute to this country, but you want me to give you something? And I was like, I don't owe you shit. And then they want to go to the VA and get fucking benefits. Yeah, and these are the, excuse my language, but these are the motherfuckers that get 100% over veterans like us that served and deployed and had to fight for 50, bro. Preach. <laughs> I have seen this shit at the VA out here in San Antonio and Texas is a good fucking, I love Texas, by the way, I'm originally from California, born and raised in yeah. LA. And, um, but I love Texas. I'm happy. I came to Texas, San Antonio, military city, USA. And, um, fucking, you know, uh, even here, it, it irks the fuck out of me. Cause you got Lackland over here, which is, oh, you know, yeah. And so, and then you got Fort Sam over here. So you got all these young fucking privates coming through and it's like, what the fuck have you done to be here at the fucking VA, bro? You know, like you got a TMC on post. Why the fuck are you here? And then they're like, oh, I'm getting med boarded for this. And then I'm like, what the fuck Brother. did you do? What? You went on a 12 mile hike and you got blisters and all of a sudden you want fucking <laughs> VA? Get the fuck out of it, here. It bro. kills me, bro. It kills me. The, the main thing that bugs me, man, about the military, and I, I'm going to get on my, I guess they call it the soapbox. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the first half of my career, brother, you trained me to kill the enemy. You trained me to not have feelings. Mm -hmm. You trained me to fucking move on. You trained me to be aggressive. Mm -hmm. And then when I became a first on in basic training, I was considered toxic, bro. We have to think about the trainees. We have to worry about their feelings. Yep. You know, let's worry about nail polish. Let's worry about highlights. You know? Yeah. You think the same soldiers in China, Russia, 
Afghanistan, Iraq are worried about the same issues we are? Come on, bro. You know, while we're worried about keeping their motherfucking nails clean, the motherfucking enemy out there is worried about keeping their fucking AK clean. Keeping their you know shit saying, maintained, bro? well oiled, you know. Meanwhile, we're over here like, oh, this is Emma from California. I was raised with two mothers, but man, fuck that goddamn commercial. You know what I'm saying? But uh, oh, anyways, shit, sorry, we're man. we're diverting from the convo. My bad, brother. Yeah. So, your first unit, right? You get to your first yeah. unit out in Germany. Is the first time out of the country? I'm guessing. Oh yeah, man. I I thought I was living a life, bro. How I'm was it out what, there? Uh, I'm drinking Hefeweizens and fucking banana bisons and i'm like i've been used to bud light my entire life you know what i mean <laughs> right <laughs> i was like oh yo this is legit you know but yeah, yeah. no we, we had a good time man I, I was down there and then I, i've been married uh pre-military uh to my high school sweetheart we've been married 22 years and no shit. she uh thank god bro Congrats, she bro. decided that uh she was going to support me to join the military you know what i mean but yeah, we've been extremely blessed. Don't get me wrong, bro. Y'all still together? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you this ain't is our house so... right now. Look, dude, I'll show you right now. Like, he okay. painted this goddamn room turquoise. I'm just saying, was... you're you're not gonna make Sergeant Major, man. I'm sorry to tell you that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you, you, that one of them is the criteria is that you have to have a divorce. <laughs> you know, a DUI, a Gomar, <laughs> and a fucking uh, a goddamn a sexual, Article 15. Yeah, yeah sexual assault. <laughs> you know, but yeah, that's no, congratulations, but, though, no. man. That's awesome. I appreciate it, right? No, she's been she's been my ride or die, man. Like she took uh she pretty much dropped everything she had in Tucson and fucking moved up across the seas, man, to be with me. And I really appreciate that, man. That that takes a strong ass woman, man. And yes. plus she's Hispanic, so she, dude. She's she, dude, she's oh, what's the word, man? She's is a she goddamn from, fuck. Is she from up? across the border or born here? No, she was born in uh, Tucson. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, she was born in Tucson. Her uh, her dad was born in Mexico, but okay. yeah, uh, dude, she's a G, man. Yeah. You know, because she'll check me on some shit sometimes, and I just got to back down. I'm like, yeah, Roger got it. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, hey, you leave I, that rank hanging at the door, too. She runs the show there. Nah, oh, dude, dude. She's told me plenty of times, man, I ain't your goddamn soldier, bro. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> funny you mentioned that. I think that anybody who's been married uh, long enough in the military has heard that from their spouse uh, sometime or another. But that's awesome. Honestly, dude, you don't see that happening very often. You know, that 22 years to the same person, you know, that's fucking amazing. Nowadays, you know, it. It's just okay. We're done. I'm on my second one personally, you know, yeah. and and that that's my last one, bro. I'm done. You know, I've been with her now 14 or 15 years. I can't fucking remember, but I mean, that's how you know it's been too long. But oh no, that's <laughs> awesome, dude. So, how long were you in Germany for? Uh, just three years, man. Uh, okay. Yeah, I was there three years, but a year of the time I was uh, deployed in Iraq. You know, mm -hmm. but um, after that, man, I got orders. We were about to like, uh, I guess. Uh, come back to germany and reintegrate if that's what they call it whatever mm -hmm. and i got orders for uh fort lewis washington man oh nice okay yeah uh, so we got to fort lewis washington i was an e5 and uh honestly man my entire time in iraq dude i did nothing mos related mm -hmm. you know so I, I i link up with uh a staff arm staff arm north man fdc cat mm-hmm 
we used to call him Nostradamus, man, because this motherfucker knew everything. <laughs> Hell yeah. You know, and we get to I get to the end processing station and he comes pick me he comes to pick me up and I'm like, hey brother, I have no clue what the fuck my job is. You know, but I said, but if you teach me, mm-hmm. I'll humbly fucking follow, you know? Right, right, right. And then this dude is like, this is the way he talks. Seriously, he's like, dude, you already know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. He was a goddamn trip, man. Hell yeah. And dude, he would talk like that all the goddamn time, bro. He's <laughs> like, yo, Gonzo, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A, dude. Yeah, oh, dude. So, yeah, we just called him Nostradamus, man, because this motherfucker always knew shit before we did, you know? Hell yeah. And even dude. if he didn't, he this was his answer. I'm like, bro, I just got fucking selected for error side. And he'd be like, dude, I already know. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking wild, bro. So what unit were you with out there? Uh, I was in, uh, dude, it's just a trip, bro. I was in 2nd Brigade. It was the unit I just stood up in 217FA. Okay. We went to Afghanistan. They had that crazy bullshit with the infantry. You know, I'm talking about where they fucking went into that village and fucked a lot of shit up. We got back. They reflagged everything. Mm-hmm. We were now 5th Brigade. We were now 317. They mm-hmm. fucking moved star majors around because, like, dude, it was a fucking, um, it was a, a mark on the military, bro, because this infantry decided to go rogue. Yeah, and dude, they were like, I'm pretty sure you're aware. They were raping the village uh, females. They were planting AKs on village elders. You know what I mean? Giving them reasons to try to kill. You know that was in Iraq. That was in Afghanistan. I'm sorry, brother. Yeah, yeah, that was that that was. And uh, Lewis, I went to Afghanistan. OIF. I mean OEF. I'm sorry, but yeah, this was 09, uh, 2009, 2010. Oh yeah, that. Yeah, that was that unit, man. The infantry unit, man. They just went rogue, man. They were just fucking up villages, man. Yeah. And when we got back, we had to reflag everything because of them. So you were in two seventeen FA at um at a Lewis because two seventeen they came from Korea. Yeah, they did. They, they came did. from Korea, and then um they got fucked up. They got fucked up out there bad in um in in Iraq because they went from Iraq. Well, they went from Korea to iraq iraq back to fucking i think uh, i don't know if it was korea or lewis that's where they ended up at and then from there uh they ended up moving to, to carson um yeah and in carson they reflected 277 because that's where i ended up at at the end was uh yeah former 217 current 277 fucking yeah but yeah uh that, of course you know it's war you know things are gonna happen out there you know what i mean oh yeah so you you look at it and unfortunate it's just there's no way to justify it but i can see it you know what i mean i can no. see it you lost it your homeboys out there yeah you know you lose homies out there you want to get back at them but the roe doesn't let you fucking do shit like dude i i got there i went on my first deployment was in 05 well yeah. 0506 and yeah. our roe was fucking pathetic um unless they have hostile act or hostile intent so basically they told us unless like you're getting shot at you can't do shit to them fucking retarded bro yeah so yeah fuck all that dude so you went to afghanistan what part of afghanistan were you at i was in the kandahar district but i was in uh 
southern Afghanistan, it was right at the border of Pakistan. Oh, so it was a false spin Boldak. It was Boldak, like, okay. yeah, it was a brand new fucking fob. Like, dude, it was all fucking moon dust because they turned all the dirt because you know how Afgan- Afghanis like to fucking put landmines, right? Mm-hmm. So like the entire fucking fob was fucking uh, moon dust. It wasn't even a big fob, but all I remember is we would shoot illumination across the border because we were trying to deter the insurgents from uh, shipping opium across the border. And that's what they were doing. And then uh, there was a a few times where we had to do what was called remote gun, Mm -hmm. where we'd come outside the fob and we were just basically shooting at a fucking mountain, pretty much just like uh, poking the bear. You know what I mean? Trying to get these motherfuckers out. Yeah. Yeah. So that way you had the infantry on like either the east or left side or west side of the fucking mountain so once mm-hmm. they come out they just fucking tag them you know what i mean gotcha yeah Fuck so yeah. that was the only time i really did my job and i used to tell my my fucking soldiers like hey bro live this shit up this is probably the only time you do your job in fucking combat you know mm-hmm. what i mean yep true fucking story uh my first rotation was baghdad we were out there um in fob union three uh which was nice. in the it was in a green zone and, yeah okay um, but we just lived there. We spent the rest of the time fucking driving all over the east side. Oh, yeah, bro. Yeah, the east side fucking blue balls. And um, going up, to, <laughs> you know, all the way down south to our hill of the killer, as we used to call it. Um, all around. Fob Justice sounds so fucking familiar. I don't know why. But um, I, then we used to go to uh, we used to go to the MOI, PSD bullshit, like you were talking about. You yeah. know, take, taking State Department motherfuckers. And then what pissed me off was, bro. When I came to find out that on one of the missions that we were on, taking these goddamn KBR trucks, oh yeah, we were taking like toilet paper and shit like that, bro. You know, and I'm like, okay, so I'm about to get my ass killed, possibly because motherfuckers need toilet paper. Got it. You know what I mean? Don't these motherfuckers use their hands? (laughs) Right. You know, (laughs) for real. And then meanwhile, the KBR motherfuckers are making that bank. You know, I'm telling you, bro. I don't know, man. We we. That, I think that could be a different podcast, man. But I just the Iraq situation. Mm-hmm. Bro. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, trust me, we on the same page on that one. We yeah. on the same page. Yeah. You know, you know. Meanwhile, we still got gas prices way the fuck up. But yeah, no, you know, I mean, we could have at least got the goddamn oil out of there. I'm hey, bro, that's, it's all I gotta say, man. <laughs> Let's go, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, eye to eye on that one my man so dude so 217 you get there so okay let's, let's retract a little bit you were 427 out of motherfucking germany um yeah. they were armor right so that means that we're fucking uh was, yeah they were, they were heavy paladins. they were paladins yeah okay. but like you say you never got to do your job anyway same here um yeah. we had a hot gun but you know they had them that fought falcon and i remember when falcon got blown the fuck up that shit was ridiculous holy shit bro uh I don't know if you were, um, if you know about Fob Falcon. The Falcon was that when uh, they uh, attacked the armory? They hit the motherfucking aha, bro. Bro, I was there, man. Oh, get in, the. Uh, I was in Fob Justice, bro, and I was like, it was uh, on the Tigris River, but we yeah. saw like what looked like fireworks, bro. Yes. Everyone like, what the fuck is going on, bro? I remember my homeboy Medley. Medley was um also yeah. uh, out there in that time frame. Um out of germany as well and he was telling me like yeah dude they hit the aha and that shit was 
like, dude, I it was a trip because I remember I was fucking um I was on the on Yahoo webcam trying to look at some fucking yeah. broads and shit, and I just remember hearing like. Oh, you know, and I'm like, somebody's wrestling up there. You know, motherfuckers be wrestling all the time. I'm on, uh, hold on, brother. Yeah, you're good, my wife. She just got home from work. Yeah, I'm on a a podcast right now, babe. Oh, shit, what is this? Uh Hold on, brother. Yeah, you got it, man. You bought more fucking chickens? What the fuck? (laughs) Hold on, brother. I don't know if you knew, man, but I have chickens in my backyard. Hell yeah. Like real chickens? Are these guineas or chickens? Yeah, I got, dude, we live out in the country in Elgin, in oh, okay. Oklahoma. Babe, did you get like a baby feed? No, I don't. You're going to have to go. <laughs> Babe, they're going to die if you don't. No. You All right, and we're feed. back. We had to do a quick little pause right there. You know, uh, there was a bit of um, some... Uh, chickens that crossed our pod <laughs> so <laughs> but it's all gravy baby now we were talking about uh doing your job all right yeah. and we talked about fob falcon that bullshit all right so where i was gonna, trying to get at was okay so you get to uh to 217 at lewis right yeah. so yeah. what piece did they have there well it was a stand-up unit they uh were heavily this is the time when the army was heavily on strike brigades. Okay. So they uh, created the second brigade, which was a second brigade striker team. Okay. And uh, what they did was they uh, gave us one N or eight. And uh, a lot of field artillery uh, soldiers now have no clue what the fuck a one N or eight is. It's a fucking dinosaur. You know, bro. but yeah. Yeah, you can call me a dinosaur, bro. <laughs> you know, but it was all strictly manual. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. was uh, that was the precursor to the triple seven. And yeah. I honestly that's the one piece that I never got to fuck with uh, when I went to like the advanced schools and shit. Like when I went to uh, B knock phase two or with ALC now or, you know, whatever they are now, I never got to fuck with that. And I hated it. I got to fucking fire the triple seven, but it's not the same as that fucking just it just seen that bitch. Like, oh, that's just artillery right there, bro. Brother, if. You knew you were a goddamn gangster if you can make that one nine or eight dance. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize what that is, man. Because back in the day, man, we had the one nine or eight. Bro, I used to send 24-round missions. You know what I mean? Ooh. And fucking, I used to see gun lines with their fucking hydraulic fluid fucking burst. Holy shit. You know what I mean? And they'd be like, hey, if you see this gun too, I'm out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, dude, Motherfuckers don't realize that shit now. They like today's generation of artillery man. Mm-hmm. They shoot two rounds and they think they're god. Yeah, yeah, dude. Fuck that. You know what? Give them a motherfucking sweeping zone. Do that shit. Yeah. All right. Give him a sweeping zone. A fucking uh, shake and bake. Ooh, they have no clue shit. what a shake and bake is, bro. Yeah, you know you, what I mean. You lost them with that already, brother. <laughs> shit. Oh man, I miss that shit, bro. I I just missed just the smell of the wolf pussy. I just missed uh, all that, bro. Oh god, you can't dude. say that anymore, bro. Are you? Don't <laughs> tell me that. Don't say that. You can't. Come on, some things are just. And you know what? It, it. I got in trouble for some views that I. Well, not in trouble per se, but let's just say females were not happy with my um, some of my comments that I had made about them being on the gun line, 
And um, I get it, but it's just my opinion. You know what I mean? It was just my opinion. And it's not like I can change anything. And it was just, so I felt that, yeah, can they do it? I'm sure there's females that can do it, but should they? In my opinion, no, because it causes tension. But that's just my opinion. I'm going to leave that one there because, anyways. So, anyways, um, I'm a, I'm sure that's one of the reasons that you can't say wolf pussy anymore. But I remember this goes back even before that dude. When I used to run and call Cadence, I wasn't the greatest yeah. runner. I was never the greatest runner. <laughs> but what I would do is I would jump out, call Cadence real quick. And that way they'd be like, yeah, Lopez was there. He was calling Cadence because in case I fall out. Hey, brother, y'all saw me in that motherfucking run. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I have hey, my I tricks. was in the beginning, bro. You saw me. <laughs> That's right. Uh, I'll get the hey, stragglers, I'm gonna call bro. Cadence, and then I'm going to pick up the stragglers. <laughs> Hell yeah, Good bro. old fucking straggler control, baby. <laughs> fucking, um, I remember one thing I would like, when I would get start getting tired, I'll be like, you know, um, uh, I would say like, Staff Sergeant Lopez, if you ain't queer, come on out and sing some <laughs> jeer, you know, and shit like that. And I remember some LT looked at me like, you can't say that. Like, oh I don't God. give a fuck. I'm still saying it. You know, we, like you were saying earlier, man, we, we came in a generation where we were trained to fucking kill. That was yeah. the whole fucking idea. You know, uh, we had a cadence, left, right, left, right, left, right, kill. You know, and fucking, I would kill kids in that one at the fucking yeah. playground with a fucking Uzi. You know what I'm saying? Because that's the mentality that you needed to have. You yeah. know, you can't give a fuck. But then now you want me to assimilate to a metrics driven military. And that's what my homeboy was talking Bro. about. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm no, not trying to get off. No, you're I good. Agree. No, but you're right, bro. It's, metrics driven all all people want to see now is whether the powerpoint is green or red that you know that's one of the the one of the things that my um my co-host Urena, that's what we talk about all the time like one of the things that is a big detractor for him that is like in the army to me i've seen it turn into a corporate fucking organization versus being the organization wow. that's meant to kill you know and corporate as fuck, bro. This this is the best way I can say it, man. When I decided to take off my diamond, mm-hmm. I had to go see the brigade sergeant major, right? And I told him, I said, "Well, sergeant major, in the words of Doc Holliday, the level of my hypocrisy can only go so far." Right. Right. You know, if I if I attain the next rank. I feel that I have some way sold out. And that's just my opinion, bro. No, I got you. You know, and mm. it, it makes complete sense. You know, because as a first arm, bro, I, I realized, a, like, when I first came in as a private, bro, I was like, oh, man, I'm just going to fucking send the armor to the goddamn wheel fall off. Right. But as I made rank, I, you know, it, it gets a little bit more political. As yes. a smoke, you're kind of like halfway grunt you're halfway Mm -hmm. political you know but as a first sergeant you gotta you gotta weed through the bullshit bro yeah in order to take care of your smokes and your soldiers and then you would also have to deal with uh higher echelons man and uh based on my experience bro i just like no man i don't think i want to go that route you know and and i'm still in the military i'm close to retirement but i'm trying to like 
be as PC as I can, mm-hmm. but we're going in, in a different direction, brother. And you know, and mm-hmm. and I was told by a, a, a mentor of mine, if you can't get behind where the army is going, then it's time to get out. Yeah, it's time to hang the boots up. You know, because like 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 you said, man. I mean, I. I don't I know I wouldn't survive in this in this man's army right now. I know it because yes. the NCOs that I came up under, which around the same time frame as you and not not to say that there weren't shitty NCOs back then. All right. I'm not gonna say <laughs> that um because I'm not gonna look at it through rose fucking colored glasses. There were some hey, shitty bro. NCOs. Mm-hmm. Hey, those NCOs were fucking uh they passed out towels at the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, they did. They you they remember that was an MOS, bro. Bro, <laughs> towels at the gym, or they were computer monitors. Fucking yeah, right. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yeah, right. You are 100, and they're the ones that ended up staying in. You know what I'm saying? Because the other NCOs either got fed up with the bullshit, or they yeah. ended up getting kicked out because they had demons that they were fighting with. And back then, when we came through PTSD, mental issues, that was a fucking sandy vagina. You know, that was a suck it up and drive on. You know, it's until now that it's gotten more acceptance. But even on that note, you got motherfuckers out there that are trying to take advantage of the system that are fucking it up for those that are really out there fucking living with it. I don't say suffering with it. I say they live with it. Because suffering, I don't like to use that fucking word. It's too negative to me. You know, you live with this and, and it is what it is. But um, so what I'm getting at is um the NCOs, the core that I grew up with, the NCO core that I came up on, were motherfuckers that actually cared for their soldiers. Motherfuckers that actually, you know, looked out for, yeah, they'll dig in your ass, you know, but it was like almost bipolar because they're going to dig in your ass, but it's for your benefit. You know what I mean? What nowadays they call micromanaging, you know, back then was a standard. So for example, like I saw this shit on army, what the fuck moments where these motherfuckers are complaining about, you know, uh, the rooms not being inspected daily or something like that. And I'm thinking to myself, like, rooms were supposed to be inspected at very least every other fucking day at the very least i will go check on my joes you know and it wasn't even an inspection per se you know it's all about how you project it like you could just go knock on jones's fucking door be like what's up jones how you doing today brother just kick back with them get to know your joe you know show that you give a fuck and at the same time you look at the room around you know what i mean hey brother just let you know fix this shit up keep it squared away you know what i mean but now did it Today's uh, soldiers come in acting like you owe them, mm-hmm. you know? And what's funny is when I was a private, bro, I, I went to Baumholder, Germany. Mm-hmm. Bro, we had, <laughs> dude, I'm, I, no bullshit. We had a 0630 formation for PT. Mm-hmm. We had a 730 formation for end of PT. Mm-hmm. We had a 09 formation for start of day. We had a 1130 formation for start of lunch. We had a 1300 formation for end of lunch. Mm-hmm. We had a 1600 uh, formation for end of, end of uh, duty day. Mm-hmm. You know? And, and Our then, leaders knew where the fuck we were all the time. Exactly. You know, and this is at a time... I, I don't understand what people are expecting the military to be, bro. You know, we're not a fucking social experiment. We're supposed to be here, again, to fucking kill when people get that through their fucking head that you're in this job to kill all right even if you're s1 
sooner or later, you might have to pick up that M fucking four and take a motherfucker out. Great example, brother. Great example. Iraq. Oh, five, oh six, man. My fucking gunner was the goddamn S one clerk. Word. <laughs> you know? There you go. You know what I mean? He's the goddamn S one clerk, bro. Mm-hmm. But he never said, I'm admin. I don't got time for this shit. He was just like, hey, bro, tell me where to aim. Mm-hmm. It's different, bro. It's it is. different. I'm telling you, I remember Sergeant Juarez, man, this motherfucker. He, um, <laughs> oh, Patrick J., if you're hearing this, this little motherfucker, dude. Um, I was I was the the lead gun. He was the lead gun truck, right? So I was in his gun truck. I was the gunner. He was the TC. And uh, when we're getting ready to deploy, like the day we left at our Fort Hood, this motherfucker gives us these little pills. They came in a little pill box, and um, yeah. and I'm like, what the fuck are these for? He's like, oh, for when you get shot. I'm like, oh, oh, well, okay. Th- thanks for letting me know I'm gonna get shot, motherfucker. But I was like, I love it, bro, dude. It was like you had to go with that mentality. Like, well, fifty percent of the fucking gunners are getting killed. You're gonna be the yep. lead gunner, which means we're in the lead gun truck, which means we're the bait. We're the ones that are, you know more than likely you're going to get hit with the IEDs. So, yep. you know, I already had it in my mind, like, I'm going to fucking die. You know, that's the reality of the <laughs> shit. That, Especially when we were there in 0506, bro. That's oh, when the man, EFPs, it was crazy back then, bro. The Fuck. EFPs, bro. That Dude, shit. they had the, the shape charges yeah. angled directly at the fucking gunners, bro. I remember that. Bro, bro. We, got, we got fucked up January 5th, 2006. Uh, we, we were doing right seat, left seat, right with fucking uh, third ID, 176 yeah. FA. We got fucked up that day. That was my first fucking mission, bro. First fucking Jesus mission Christ, out the wire. Bro. We were headed up to uh, to Taji from Baghdad. We're rolling up. We passed this motherfucking bridge. I want to say it was route Huskies or Vernon. I can't remember which one it was. But we're, yeah. we cross under it. And um, that's where Senators becomes Tampa. And then next thing we hear is on the motherfucking LT, the PL, because I was in the second vehicle because they wanted me to scope out the first gun truck so I could see how the gunner does his thing, right? Yeah. So I'm, I'm in the second vehicle with the PL and fucking first Humvee, the PL says, all right, keep your eyes open to this EFP alley, brother. So the first Humvee goes through. We go through. Third vehicle. Doosh. There it is. We turn around. Fucking go pull security. Fucking EFP array of six. Bust and it was the up armored Humvees. So it fucking bounced around and it was strong enough to hit, but not come out to the other yeah. side. So it ricocheted inside of there. Then as the um the as the medic secondary. The medic is coming out. He jumps out to come help us. Boom. All that was yep. his aid bag. Ah, all that was damn, bro. You're fucking Bro, that was my first. That was my first fucking mission, bro. I remember I was scared shitless. Now I'm from the hood. Grew up in South Central Los Angeles. Todo chingón, yeah, yeah. So chingón, bro. My asshole was like this. I was scared shitless. You know, I had never seen because after we got fucked up, I had never. This dude, the gunner, he was all black. And um, his last name was Vasquez or Velasquez. I'm gonna can't remember, but his face was all black from the you know from the, the from the blast. His yeah. arm, bro. His arm. I remember to this day was like dangling and like a river was fucking coming out of his fucking arm oh, of blood. No. So I had to go up there, put the motherfucking tourniquet on. Anyways, that it's a whole story. But I mean, I don't even know where I was going with that anymore. I fucking lost my train of thought. I don't know how we. No, nah, no. Nah. But 
going circling back, we were trained for that type of shit. You know no, what I mean? Hundred no, percent, bro. Like the one thing I can say, bro. Like you say, you're uh, you're raised in L.A., man. And I was raised in South Tucson. We knew who the enemies were. Mm-hmm. We go to a foreign country where ninety percent of the population wants us dead. You know? Yep. So. I, I get it 100%, bro. And, and the thing that bugs me about that is a, a majority of the generation, our soldiers of, of us, bro, like our generation, we're getting forced out of the army, bro. Yeah. Because we've been through so much. You asked us to do this. You asked us to do that. You asked us to act a certain way. And now it's no longer needed. Mm-hmm. you know we need to dial it back we're too toxic we need to worry about the soldiers we need to worry about their feelings you know you know and it's heartbreaking brother and back to the nco corps that i came up with these motherfucking ncos they stood up for us they fought for us they gave a fuck about us as yeah. so that's what i came up with as an nco so that's how i felt i needed to be with my my joes as well you know oh, again I'll yeah. dig in your ass. I'll treat you. But you know what? Afterwards, be like, all right, let's go grab a motherfucking beer. Let's go have a section party. Let's go have a, a section kickback. You know what I mean? But now you can't even do that because these motherfucking Joes will snitch on you in a fucking heartbeat. You know, like, yet you're the one that looks out for them. You know what I mean? And then great, those, yeah. these NCOs, ahead, no, but también, these NCOs, they're now all about themselves versus being about the NCO core. I, 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 I'm a, uh, uh, let me just quick finish this one real quick i was on tiktok bro and this one pissed me off i was on tiktok and there was this e5 who was complaining about ncos got it cool but what pissed me off was that he heard joe's e4 and below talking shit about a certain nco and rather than correct those joe's for talking shit about another nco he Pretty much Fight said the same thing. Yeah. So I would have, in my, in, in my experience, I know me, but like, Hey, don't be talking shit about that motherfucking NCO guy. He has a lot of shit, you know, you correct them. And then yeah. afterwards I'll go to the other NCO be like, Hey bro, just so you know, your name's around, you're doing something fucked up. Maybe you want to check yourself. You know what I mean? But that's how you would do it. You don't fucking join in the banter. Cause then you're breaking the NCO core. How are we going to be the backbone when you're fucking talking shit about NCOs too? You know, well, it's because no, it's because today's junior NCOs are more worried about likership versus leadership, man. You know, they want to be cool. They want to be the fucking homeboy. They want to get the likes. They want to get the fucking followers. Because, like, honestly, bro, like, when I was a goddamn chief, uh, FDC chief back in Lewis, man, I would invite my entire section over the weekend mm-hmm. to come fucking get drunk with me, mm-hmm. you know, and then I would take keys, you know, of course, you know, and hang out. But I knew. That weekend, I would not get a call because one of my soldiers fucked up because they were with me. You know, they thought it was just like, oh, hey, hey, Sergeant G is cool as fuck, man. He likes to party. But they didn't realize, like, dude, these are precautions that I've taken to fucking let y'all fucking have a good time, you know? And come Monday, it's back to business as usual. Amen. Amen, dude. That's a, I got a good story on that. Let's hear it. <laughs> My goddamn A-Fatides operator, man. He was my, my, my motherfucking go-to, right? Mm-hmm. Horrible garrison soldier. But he is a fucking great field soldier, you know what I mean? So, like, 
We were a party, man. He brought his fucking mom and dad over. We got drunk as fuck, bro. Anyways, <laughs> yeah. so we got drunk. We we carried on, whatever. That Monday, man, I'm walking up to fucking battalion or, or no, to the battery. And I, and, I, and, I, and I just tested him, bro. I said, mm. what's up, George? And he goes, what's up, Johnny? I said, get down. <laughs> I said, don't ever confuse Saturdays with goddamn Mondays, bro. <laughs> mm-hmm. He learned quick, though. He learned quick, though. But he was a good soldier, man. Like, I love him to death, man. He was my favorite soldier. He was a trashy-ass garrison soldier. But in the field, bro, mm-hmm. that's where he made his money. You know what I mean? Yep. You can add those soldiers, bro. Bro, I had a soldier. Uh, name was Davis. Yeah. Horrible, horrible, horrible fucking garrison soldier. <laughs> horrible. But out in the field, that motherfucker, oh my God. I still he was from Chicago. And uh, God, he was God, right? Oh, that motherfucker was like, Hey Chief, I keep it 100, Chief. You know, he reminded me of Snoop Dogg when he would talk his shit. I keep it a hundred, Chief. It's from Chicago. Black dude, you know, love the motherfucker yeah. to death. You know, um, I would motivate this motherfucker when we were going our, uh, we went on twelve on the twelve miler. I was like, you know, I didn't want to. We were first section, so we had to finish first. You know what I mean? Because um, we we were going on our, on our fucking oh on yeah our, on our road marches, foot marches. So I told him, hey, we got to finish together as a fucking section, man. What you drink? And he's like, what you mean, chief? Like Davis, what the fuck do you drink? And he's like, I like that Hennessy, chief. I like all right. <laughs> You get up there, you finish with the rest of them. I got you. Come the weekend, I got you a Hell bottle of motherfucking yeah, Hennessy. And I knew he was a motherfucking minor, but guess what? I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna pump him up to get up there. And he got there and he finished it. But again, he was a horrible, horrible, horrible garrison soldier. Turns out this motherfucker was knocking fucking uh, pharmacies out in goddamn Colorado Springs. Yeah, God damn. He was fucking uh, robbing them for their pills and then selling them. So uh, you could take the boy out the hood, but you can't take the hood out the homeboy. Yeah, you know what I mean? True, man. Yeah, you know, I hear you. It, it sucks because he would have been like a lot of the motherfuckers that, you know, that that have that criminal aspect. They can do successful in the military if they were just to take that element out and put yeah. that, put that shit and in, into, you know, into the military life, bro. Um, but no, anyways. Man. No, no, that being said, bro, I think that's our, our problem today, man, because we've been so embedded to prepare for war. Mm-hmm. And now that I guess the top brass has decided to find a different mission, mm-hmm. a lot of, like you said, these uh, soldiers that come from the ghetto, they can't find a niche, you know? Yeah. Whereas if we were down in combat, dude, they would, it would have been like, oh, this is where I'm at. And they probably would, how do you say it? Not survival. What's the word? Um, had well, a lucrative career, bro. I think that they would fucking assimilate very well um, yes. into the military because, you know, it's something that they're used to and they had to assimilate to the military. But now going back into a combat role is something that they're already used to from the streets anyway. So they'll be able to assimilate to that as well. You know what I mean? And they all become great leaders, bro. Yes, they do. You know, like like you're saying, you're from L.A. I'm from South Tucson, man. Like, mm-hmm. dude, when I came, I uh, joined, I came to Iraq, Afghanistan. I'm like, OK, cool. That's mm-hmm. what we got to do, bro. Mm-hmm. It's easy, man. 
And then you got these uh, soldiers, or I'll say trainees, that yeah. come in now, man. They come in asking, what can you do for me? Fuck that. You know, we had three rules in basic fucking training. Do as you're told. Do as you're told. God damn it. Just do as you're told. That's it. <laughs> That's all we had right? to fucking do. Bro, hey, show up in BDUs for church. Oh, bro. <laughs> so my first wife, uh, um, she yeah. she kept my BDUs and my DCUs, and uh, I'm sure they got burnt up in uh in a oh fire. God. I'm sure they still had the PFC rank on it. Because I mean that. <laughs> you know, uh, then we went to the fucking digital multicam bullshit. Was was the stupidest that was so fucking crash, bro. Yeah, I'm, I'm wearing DCUs in fucking Afghanistan, bro. I'm like, yeah, man, I'm fucking blending in. <laughs> bro, uh, that shit is ridiculous, bro. It's like, who? All it was was somebody must have made money off of that with somebody in, you know, with oh, the top yeah, brass. Well, that's all it was, bro. So, you, how long were you in Lewis for? I was there for four years, bro, because back then it was part of like a, a, they linked everyone up, man. So they tried to do some program where it was uh, uh, going from two to three year rotations versus starting a, a family organization where you would stay there for four years. Mm -hmm. So everyone that came in at the same time would rotate at the same time. It was a life yeah, cycle. Yeah, life cycle. There you go. That's 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 what you call it, man. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it was it was all to the good, man. But like the funny thing about it is is Everyone that I was in with Lewis with, I was in my previous unit with in Germany. Okay. So, like, we all knew each other. We all loved each other, man. We had, dude, that was the most fun I had as a goddamn staff sergeant in yeah. field artillery, bro. Like, like, don't get me wrong, bro. Like, I was a FDC chief as an E5, bro. I won top FDC as an E5. Oh, and I shit. just remember going down the goddamn hallways, bro, talking to these goddamn E6s, like, don't even look at me, man. If you walk, you, you're walking down the hallway. You better look at my shoes. <laughs> talking shit, bro. Shit. Like I was a man, bro. You know, and yes. they didn't say shit, dude, because like I beat them. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. But like, dude, back in the day, dude, like it was alpha as fuck. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, you had to talk that shit. You know, and you had to be thick skinned though. You know, if you can, oh, yeah. if you can give shit, you better be able to take the shit back too. So, yeah. no, yeah. If you fucked up, you fucked up, dude. Just get ready to get fucking reamed on. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Bro, oh my God. I remember this FTC chief ran my ass so hard, dude. Well, so long story <laughs> short, all right. Sergeant Tatter, if you ever hear this, this is you. So, we're out there out in the field in 1 9 field artillery, bro, out of Fort Stewart. And fucking um, Tatter is, you know, we're shooting Willie P. <laughs> hell yeah dude okay, no. don't even know what the p is nowadays bro oh bro motherfucking mission comes down right and everybody's fucking firing my fucking gunner is having a hard time fusing and putting the time on the motherfucker <laughs> i'm down there with him and fucking um tedder's like gun seven status i'm like i'm getting there i'm getting there and then he's like hurry up oh, man. You know, he's hitting, he's like hurry up so he Come finally he didn't call the, you out bro bro I put the motherfucking thing on the ramming tray, ramming. Gun seven, status. I'm getting there, bro. I'm getting there. About two, three seconds pass by. Gun seven, you're out. Oh. Fire. <laughs> Boom. Oh, that shit. shit, bro. 
oh man i shoot that shit right <laughs> all i hear um after they call it in the mission was a uh, chiefs meeting fdc track now oh man I have never had my ass chewed by a fucking FDC chief in my life. This motherfucker turned into a 13 Bravo in a heart. Bro, I got to parade rest for this motherfucker. All right? I was like, oh, shit. He's like, if I fucking call you out, you're out the motherfucking fight. Oh, like, Roger, 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 bro. And lo and behold, what ended up happening was the battalion commander was at his track. So that's even worse, bro. And yeah. I shot that shit. He was mad as fuck, bro. I mean, I, I'm telling you, bro. I fucked Original up. Original <laughs> deltas, man, are gully, bro. <laughs> y'all, Original y'all. deltas are gully, bro. I'm telling bro, you, man. You motherfuckers have some heart. There was some some of y'all that had that fucking heart in there of a 13 Bravo. You, Felice, and motherfucking Tedder. Oh my god, y'all should have been 13 hey, Bravos. I'm just saying, <laughs> <laughs> dude. That's funny, man. Like, I had that passion, bro. Like. Me as a 13 Delta man, mm-hmm. I would personally go down to the gun line and talk to my chiefs. I would personally go down and hang out and like this bullshit with a man. And I would even go to my base piece, bro. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hang out with my base piece, man, because that was my fucking dude. That was my best friend, bro. Right. He was the only motherfucker that didn't have to apply TGBCs, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean, oh, man? Oh, God. Yeah. You, you've, you're losing a lot of people right now with TGBCs. Yeah, I was about Just to say, that. bro, hey, dude, a lot of motherfuckers have no clue what that shit is, man. You get nope. these goddamn Juliets, man. They're like, what's TGBC? Bro, you know what? A lot of these new 13 Bravos don't even know what Chasing Bubbles is, probably, because everything's no. all digital. You know, they're... No they're, clue, they're... bro. I remember fucking chasing bulls right there, you know, because <laughs> here's the thing. I came up on the fucking paladin. So yep. uh, when I got, I went from, when I went from fucking hood, I went to Korea and yeah. like you had no idea how to, use, how to use the piece. And um, when I got to Korea though, one benefit was that you're going to learn your fucking job there. You oh, yeah, fucking do it. So I learned my job there really, really good impressively good i used to make that paladin dance my old first song first song samuel that motherfucker was like that motherfucker lopez making that shit dance look at that motherfucker dance but fucking um what fucked me up was i went to 19fa out of stewart but then from there i went to carson and carson uh... i was going back to 277 and i'm thinking oh that's my first unit that i went to they're mechanized uh, yeah. I did not know that they had reflagged and uh and um not only well long story short, they turned into the pea shooter fucking brigade uh battery. So they're firing one one nine ers Yeah. That's real artillery, my man. I had no idea that I did not know artillery until I got to that fucking light piece. Yo, those motherfuckers are crazy, bro. So what I consider real artillery would be the one nine or eight and the one one nine er. Because those motherfuckers, yeah. to me, you got to be on point. You know, we didn't have that. No, we didn't. Ha- we had the GDU, I think it's called. We never used that shit. No. I was on the Alpha 2. So we didn't use that shit. We, I'm chasing bubbles, baby. Looking at that collimator. <laughs> that first round. Chasing came bubbles. <laughs> relying on FTC to fucking get it right. <laughs> yes. Oh, bro. Oh, my God. And, of course, everybody blames everybody. Hey, it's FDC, man. It's the hill. Nah, it's the Bravos. Bro, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I used to do that all the fucking time, bro. Like, <laughs> dude, we'd be getting ready to fucking do it, shoot a table six, and they and Fish would be like, hey, uh, 
FDC, what's what's the issue? I'm waiting on the gun line. Gun line, like, <laughs> hey, FDC, what's the issue? Waiting on the fishes, bro. <laughs> when I knew it was my fault, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker got the wrong formula up in that bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, we, we, you got all these nerds in the fucking uh, uh, CP just fucking trying to fucking configure what the fuck's going on, bro. I'll give that it shit to the was fun as fuck, man. I'll give it to the RTOs inside the FTC track because these motherfuckers have like two different fucking headsets. One oh, talking to battalion, bro. one talking to the battery, and then talking here. It's like, God damn, you guys are on it like white on rice, man. God damn. Man, I'm, I'm, I miss those days, brother. Being on the gun line was so much fun. Yeah, it was. I'm then uh, I'm, I'm 87, brother, mm-hmm. and then it was straight S3. Oh, damn. <laughs> To battalion you go up there. Go work yeah. schools and shit. <laughs> yeah, because we're different than y'all. Like when Bravo's make E7, y'all become smoke. Right. You know what I mean? With uh FDC, man, we make seven. We become like, you know, S3 fucking NCOs. And then thank God they uh fucking came up with the Mike Golf. So right. when I became an uh, E7, I was uh I went to Bliss, man, after uh, my drill time. Mm-hmm. And I was able to become a digital Mike Golf. So that's that's the only saving factor, man, because I was like almost about to get out of the army. It's like, fuck this, bro. Yeah. Dude, I just came from fucking the gun line where I was the goddamn god. Yeah. And now you want me to sit in a goddamn cubicle, you know? Go fuck, bro. And when you get to the civilian sector, it's yeah. gonna follow you, bro. It's gonna follow. like I need to be out with my people. I need to be with my people. I tell you, it's like I spent my whole time on the gun line, all of it. Yeah. E1 through E6, you know, um, and never made seven. Unfortunately, you know, I got out at 10 because I got on a medical. They kicked my God ass out. God bless you, brother. God bless you, man. I'm glad you're out, man. I'm glad you're getting paid. Yes, I, I agree with you. I, I do thank God. Um, I think I would have been out probably as a toxic leader. I think that's where we're going at with this. You know, we would have been... Like our leadership would be considered toxic nowadays. Like, you know, oh, and I look at like some of the the people that I, I my first aren't my first first sergeant never had first sergeant Brenton. He went he ended up making command sergeant major Brenton. Uh, but anyways, to me that he set the bar as to what an NCO was, you know, like the, a first sergeant. He set the, the a high fucking level bar. You wouldn't see this man at all. You know, you talk to your chief. Chief will talk to your smoke. Smoke will talk to fucking first arm. Only time you saw first yep. arm is you got a Red Cross message or you fucked up. That's it. Yep. You know, nowadays, motherfucker be walking into first arms. I'm like, what's going on, top? Motherfucker, who Bro, are you? I'm telling you, man. I was first arm on the gun line and Bravo battery 427. You know what I mean? And I'm pretty laid back, man. I don't know if you already got that vibe, but yeah, I'm yeah. pretty laid back, you know, and I would personally go up to the fucking tra- uh, the, the soldiers, you know, and be like, mm-hmm. what's up, bro? What are you doing? You yeah. know, what's going on? Oh, I'm not on top. Just this and that, this and that. I'm like, oh, yeah? What else is going on? <laughs> you know, and they would tell me shit. Yeah. And they, dude, fucking soldiers tell top everything. So mm-hmm. I would fucking collect all that shit and then be like, hey, what's up, bro? Are you tracking the soldiers doing this? <laughs> and they'd be like, what? Oh, I was like, oh no, man. I just. I, it's just what I heard on the grapevine, you know what right. I mean? <laughs> so they'd be oh, all freaked shit. out, like, Roger Top, I got it. And I'm like, hey, hey, no no pressure, bro. I'm just letting you know, you know? <laughs> Dude, um, during your time as a private or, you know, as a, you know, just lower enlisted, even as a junior NCO, like, do you remember doing any kind of, like, dumb shit out in the field just to get, 
like, you know, MRE bombs or fucking anything that you would do just to kill kill time out in the field? Bro, I remember my fucking chief, man. This motherfucker, right? So, uh, that's on the Rocha. He fucking uh, used to... We, oh, I, My first unit was in bomb holders, so right. it was heavy. So we had the 577, the, the laterals. Yeah. And he used to fucking fucking have me fucking tap on the goddamn side of the fucking uh, track for fucking dance. And he'd make me fucking go to the goddamn paladin and fucking yell in the goddamn tube. The boom test. Boom check, bro. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. And then I was like, I don't want to do that. And then he would threaten me like, oh, you better do it. Or you're going to get Article 15. So I'd go to the goddamn tube. I'd ask the chiefs to lower it. And you know, yeah. the chiefs were already in on it. Yep. And I'd be like, boom! And I'm like, I don't hear nothing, chief. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, we fuck with y'all so bad with that. There was this one little motherfucker, Tink Tink. He was an FTC cat. Um, We had him do the boom test and we got slick with it. Um, We ended up using little flashlights and be like, hey, you're going to see a green light whenever you do it loud enough. If you don't do it loud enough, it's going to be a red light. So we had the little marker, bro. I mean, the little lighter. And uh, so he would go, boom. And that would light up the red light. Like, all right, you got to go louder, man. <laughs> boom. But I got fucked too, though. They got me with the finding the dance on or the soft spots in the armor. So I'm over there yeah, with a man. hammer, drawing an X in a circle like a dumbass, dude. Oh, my God. Oh, bro. Hey. What about A? Did did your chief ever send you to the fucking motor sergeant and ask for a prick E7? I didn't get that one, thank God. But I did get the fucking find me a box of grid squares. Oh. They got me with that one, bro. God. Or the key to or the key to, the, to the impact, impact zone. zone. Yes, sir, bro. Oh. You don't do that shit anymore, bro. They don't do that shit anymore, man. Well, that type of shit, it helped. It, it was funny. And it, it was just traditional shit that you would do. You know what I mean? I'm sure somebody must have complained like, oh, boo-hoo-hoo, they hurt my feelings. They're laughing at me. You know, that that's probably why they got rid of that shit. And they don't know how to have Dude, fun anymore. No, back in the day when I, I was like, fuck, you got me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. right, motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Yep. And you'll get your time to do it, too. You know, I remember the oh, funniest yeah, thing I ever did was uh, to one of my buddies, Cruz. I used to, <laughs> I'm an asshole for this. I found like, um, <laughs> I found some paper, like remember the green books that we yeah. used to carry? All right. So I put it in there like, dear diary, today was this and that <laughs> and this. I think I'm attracted to smoke and blah, 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 blah. And then I ripped out the pages and I threw them in smoke's trash can so that he could <laughs> be able to read it. <laughs> uh, awesome. Smoke had, he was looking at Cruz a little bit different from that point forward. You know? <laughs> Dude. Dude, I need to do this again with you, bro, because we are running out of time again. And uh, Oh, definitely, bro. Dude, it's been great having you on here. It was definitely uh, a good – dude, like right now, I got the euphoria again that I haven't had in a long time, and it's just something <laughs> that I get when I speak with other veterans. And, you know, we – um, or, I mean, if you got time, we could knock out another, another few more minutes if that's cool with you. Oh, we can do a couple more minutes, man. I got uh, people over here because, you know. Uh, oh, shit. You know what? Nah, then that's cool. We'll, we'll set it up for another time, bro. And because um, that way you go handle uh, your business. And um, I'm definitely do... glad you enjoyed it, brother. I was, I was hoping uh, I wouldn't bore your ass, man, because uh, a lot of people uh, see me. Oh, you're a 13 Delta? Mm, you know? <laughs> nah, bro. This was by far 
up there in my fucking shoot the shits. I'll be dropping this tonight. So motherfuckers, uh, I hope y'all enjoyed this shit because I know I fucked it. Anyway, about to run out of time right now. Thank you for being on here, John. I do appreciate it. Go spend time with the family. I'll shoot you another link another time so we can do this again. All right, brother? All right, brother. I'm available whenever you need me, man. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, everyone. Rounds Peace. complete. And a mission. Gun line out. March order. March order. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, appreciate brother. It,